Hello everyone and welcome. It is a beautiful day to be here with you on Amazing Space. I'm Alicia Mitchell and whether you are a longtime friend or you are new, I am so glad you chose to join me today. Amazing Space podcast is where kindness, creativity, and friendly conversation are just the beginning. I hope to invite times of personal reflection, and I hope you will join me as we open our hearts to the rhythm of what brings peace. Through love, laughter, and spiritual inspiration, I'm looking forward to sharing this space with you. So grab your favorite drink, coffee or tea, get comfortable, and let's talk. Welcome everyone. It is 2023 and I hope you have had a wonderful Christmas holiday and a beautiful bringing in of this new year. I know mine was wonderful. So last time we were together, I kind of left you hanging on my TSA adventures and I am pleased and thankful to say I made it through TSA, both on my flight from here to home and from home back to here. Actually, very much an easy transition. It was not stressful or traumatic at all. The Lord truly went before me and laid out the people and they had good days and they were very kind and I am very thankful. Those are the moments that to me proves God is so very personal. He's so very detailed in each of our lives. So today I have a message of faith through what we hold in our hands. As I finished up the last episode, I actually just started spilling over and this is what the Lord gave me. When you think of your hands, what do you think of? What do you do with your hands each and every day? And we could be as broad or as detailed as we want. Hands help us navigate through very important tasks. We write with them. We clean with them. We embrace with them. We work with them. We hold things in our hands. A lot of times, we probably don't really realize all that we do with our hands. So today, my question for you is what is in your hands? 
Is it sand that maybe just seems to slip away moment by moment? Is it a staff that stands for all things terrifying because of what God has called you to do or to be? Does that stand in your way or will you allow God to turn those serpents back into a staff? You see, when Moses was called, before he ever went before Pharaoh, God showed him these various miracles, preparing him. This is what is going to happen And one of those was when the staff turned into a serpent. And I don't know about you, but I could imagine my fear in that moment. I do not take friendly to anything that slivers or crawls or climbs or anything like that. So to see something like that right before my eyes, right near my feet is one thing, but for God to tell Moses, pick it up, just envision yourself in that moment. Then he tells him to put his hand in his his coat or his cloak, and his hand turns to leprosy. This life-altering, I mean, disease, it would change, it would change the way that Moses would do everything if that leprosy had stayed. So he shows Moses these miracles. He turns things that are scary and impossible to man's eye. He turns them around. He creates a miracle out of deadly things, out of messy things. Or do you hold a lunchbox with only five loaves and two fish? Or is it 30 pieces of silver where you wait for an opportunity to betray the one who loves you the most? And here again, We're thinking in terms of not what really meets the eye. Have you missed his love this whole time because you've been distracted by people or places, by busyness? Or maybe because the hurt has seemed too deep or the rejection, the disappointment, has pulled at you and and weighed you down for too long. And just maybe he does love others more. 
maybe you aren't a doctor or a talented fisherman, so you feel inadequate where you serve. Perhaps you think too often on the days you lived in sin or the mistakes that you made or the decisions that were wrong. Still yet, you have walked with the Master. You have seen the miracles firsthand. How is it that you would exchange 30 pieces of silver for your life? You see, we often live among the modern-day Judas. It's one thing to see and understand our own calling, but it Friend, it's absolutely necessary to strive for greatness in God. But I can't help but wonder in those moments, in that time, had there been another hand held out to help a brother who was struggling? Peter, James, and John, did they see the differences? Did they notice the changes in his demeanor, in his interactions? Did they see that he was pulling away? And what did they do? Did they come up with just another excuse? Well, they just They want to be alone. They want to be by themselves or they're not making any effort. And so they just let him continue to grieve and hurt. Did they do nothing? Were they too worried about who among them was the greatest? You see, faith is not only important for us. It is vital for others to see and to glean from us. So when you think of your journey and this faith-filled life that we hope to lead, keep in mind you are the influence building others' faith. And even though they may not speak it to you, they may not speak it to anyone, they need you. They need your light and they need your hope, but they need it to shine in their darkness. As we all walk winding roads, travel through dark nights and deep valleys, you have to come to appreciate the darkness. The moments that we live and that we experience are painful. And there are words that people say that do sting. And there are people that you love the most. 
that are the farthest away. And I don't necessarily mean distance. You see, Judas walked right beside Jesus. But his heart was so far from him. So today, I want to remind you and I want to remind myself that even though Judas did betray Jesus, he was part of the plan necessary for completion. So I'm not sure where you are this year. And this is probably not what you expected for 2023 first episode. But maybe you feel like you are starting from nothing. Maybe you just feel like it it was the end. And where is the beginning? Where do I start? How do I start? God has not stopped being God because you are in the valley. And if that valley is at the beginning of a brand new year, I just want to tell you, he has not stopped being a God of goodness and kindness because you are either disappointed or have a broken heart. We would all love to spend our lives on the top of a mountain. We would love to vigorously breathe in that fresh mountain air and take in the magnificent view. You see things on the mountaintop. You would never see from the valley. Things that take their rightful perspective from the mountaintop are only on the mountaintop. You feel on top of the world. None of us want to buy real estate in the valley of despair and disappointment. There's extremely limited vision in those lower places. And you can't see beyond the next grove of trees. Yet it is in the valley where vegetation grows and the beauty, the flowers bloom. You see, there is no growth on the top of a mountain. You will only find rocks and boulders there. The top of the mountain is no place to put down roots. They won't grow. That only happens in the valley. The valley is where the most magnificent growth of your life will happen, and it's there that the fruit of the Spirit will grow in lush abundance. And can I just tell you, in the valley where your heart was broken will be the place of your greatest harvest. 
God wants our cups to run over. Not only when life is good and the view is spectacular, he wants our cups to run over in the valley of pain and in the desert of brokenness. Today, God sets before you a table of blessing that will heal your broken heart and feed your hungry soul. Be the person that embraces the valley, the brokenness and despair. It is not over, my friend. And 2023 will be an amazing year. Thank you for spending time with me today. It means more than you will ever know. I pray for you and I pray for your family. Abundant blessing. Growth. And peace. I look forward to next time. But until then, love without reason. Laugh without regret. And pray without ceasing.